Christos Anesti, Aletheos Anesti, Christ is risen, Alleluia, He is risen indeed, Alleluia. Resurrection blessings to all of you on this Sunday of Sundays. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Alleluia. This Sunday of Easter celebrates an entirely new possibility for human living, the hope of transformation to live the divinity of Jesus Christ. Through the gifts of the Holy Spirit that the risen Jesus breathes on his church, may each of us graciously respond to his invitation to live more deeply his passion, death, and glorious resurrection and ascension, and be drawn into loving communion with God our Father. You are listening to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast on this most holy and glorious day, Easter, the fifth Sunday. Guiding us this Sunday in opening the Word of God is St. Augustine of Hippo, one of the great Western Fathers of the Church. Known as the Doctor of Grace, St. Augustine has left us powerfully insightful works, such as On the Trinity and The Confessions. He also penned and delivered hundreds of sermons, as well as tractates. The word tractate comes from a Latin verb that means to handle or to draw out. And as employed in Christian theology, a tractate is a kind of sermon that investigates a section of scripture and is coupled with theological reflection and spiritual commentary. Tractates were normally delivered in a liturgical setting, and for St. Augustine, they were intended to teach, to delight, and to motivate his congregation to a greater ardor in living the life of Jesus Christ. St. Augustine composed over 120 tractates just on the gospel according to St. John alone. And this Sunday, we listen to an excerpt from his Tractate 67, commenting on the gospel according to St. John, chapter 14, verses 1 through 4. We must direct upwards to God, brothers, a greater concentration in order that we may somehow be able to grasp also with the mind the words of the Holy Gospel that have just resounded in our ears. For the Lord Jesus says to the apostles, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe in me. 
that they might not now, as men, fear death and therefore be troubled, he consoles them and also solemnly declares that he is God. Believe me, he says, in God and believe in me. For it is reasonable that if you believe in God, you ought also to believe in me, which would not be reasonable if Christ were not God. Believe in God and believe in him for whom to be equal to God in his nature, not robbery, for he emptied himself, yet without losing the form of God, but taking the form of a servant. You fear death for this form of a servant. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The form of God will raise it up. But what is it that follows? In my father's house, there are many dwelling places, except that they were also were fearing for themselves. For this reason, they needed to hear, do not let your hearts be troubled. For who of them would not fear when it was said to Peter, one more self-confident and more straightforward, the cock will not crow till you deny me three times. Therefore, as though they were going to be lost from him, they were reasonably troubled. But when they hear, in my father's house there are many dwelling places, if it were not so, I would have told you, because I go to prepare a place for you. They are refreshed from this troubledness, assured and confident that even after the dangers of temptation, they will dwell before God with Christ. For although one is braver than another, one wiser than another, in the Father's house there are many dwelling places. None of them will be kept at a distance from that house where each will deservedly receive a dwelling place for his own. For that denarius is unvarying for all, which the head of the house orders to be given to all of those who worked in the vineyard, not distinguishing it for those who worked less and who worked more. For of course, eternal life is signified by this denarius, wherein no one lives more than another because the length of living is not diverse in eternity. But the many dwelling places signify the varied values of merit in the one eternal life. For the sun's glory is one thing, the moon's glory another, and the star's glory another. For stars differ from star in glory. So too is the resurrection of the dead. Like the stars, 
the saints are allotted different dwelling places of different brightness, as in the sky, so in the kingdom. But because of the one denarius, no one is separated from that kingdom. And so God will be all in all, so that, because God is love, it may come to pass through love what each has in common to all. For in this way, each one himself also has, when he loves in another, what he does not have himself. And so, there will not be any envy of unequal brightness, because the unity of love will reign in all. Accordingly, they must be repulsed from the Christian heart who think that it has been said that there are many dwelling places for the reason that there will be something outside the kingdom of heaven where they may dwell, the blessed innocents, who have emigrated from this life without baptism. Because without that, they will not be able to enter the kingdom of God. This faith is not faith because it is not the true and Catholic faith. Are you so stupid, I ask, and blinded by carnal thoughts, since you would necessarily be reproved if you would separate from the kingdom of heaven the dwelling place. I do not say of Peter and Paul or any of the apostles, but of any of the baptized little ones. Do you not think that you ought to be reproved, you who separate the house of God the Father from there? For the Lord did not say, in the whole universe, or in all creation, or in eternal life or blessedness, there will be many dwelling places. But in the house, he says, of my Father, there are many dwelling places. Is this not the house where we have a building from God? a house not made by hand, eternal in heaven? Is this not the house about which we sing to the Lord, Blessed are they who dwell in your house, forever they will praise you. Will you then dare to separate from the kingdom of heaven, not the house of any baptized brother, but the house of God the Father himself, to whom all of us brothers say, Our Father, who art in heaven? And will you dare to divide it, so that some of its dwelling places are in the kingdom of heaven, but some are outside the kingdom of heaven? Perish the thought! Perish the thought that they who wish to reside in the kingdom of heaven would wish to reside in this stupidity with you. Perish the thought, I say, that since all the house of the reigning sons is not anywhere else but in the kingdom, 
some part of the royal house itself, be not in the kingdom. And if I shall go, he says, and prepare a place for you, I am coming again, and I shall take you to myself, that where I am you also may be. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. O Lord Jesus, how are you going to prepare a place if there are already many dwelling places in the house of your Father where your people will reside with you? Or if you take them to yourself, how are you, who do not withdraw, coming again? If we should try, dearest people, to explain these things briefly, as much as seems adequate for today's discourse, they will surely not be clear when compressed, and the brevity itself will be another obscurity. Accordingly, let us put off this debt, which we may render to you more suitably when our head of the household bestows it. St. Augustine of Hippo, pray for us. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, constantly accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you are pleased to make new in holy baptism may, under your protective care, bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever, the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.